0: Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series. Ask me about my day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day.
1: I built it. I know. <laughs> no, I'm not talking
2: about that. We don't care how hard it was to make that work. Huge job. I mean,
1: how hard it is to get the color? How hard it is <laughs> yes. to get the
2: right color? Exactly hey what's up fence lifers i'm sitting here with amanda and jen from a uh, contract accelerator it is a crm and i wanted to bring to y'all a crm that is easy to get connected with easy on the wallet you don't have to go out and get a business consultant you don't have to do a 12-month deal you don't have to do all that stuff you can just call these cats up and go month to month so i was like this is great this will be good for these guys that are just getting started and or just getting started with a crm and yeah. feel their way through it build it out how they want yeah. so uh amanda you are
1: yes i am I am the co-founder and coo of contractor accelerator and also you don't just call us we have a website so all the information is on the website at ContractorAccelerator.com. and i'm sure you're going to include a link to that right
2: probably so perfect
1: <laughs> <Maybe>. love that <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we are a CRM drawing bidding tool. We started in foundation repair, and then we got into fencing because it's a very similar model um, as far as you know, going out to a homeowner, giving them an estimate, following up, creating the the job itself, and then sending warranty documents. So re- really, make it easy to go through that normal process from start to finish with your customer.
2: And so. Why, why why, was this CRM created? You saw a need or you took it over from somebody? Was yeah. this your brainchild?
1: Yeah. So my co-founder is a residential engineer. So like I said, we started with foundation repair and he saw the same things happening in the market where guys were in their truck, they had post-it notes of contact information. He was getting drawings because from an engineer's standpoint, selfishly, he needed a good drawing. He was getting drawings that were on a napkin or had coffee stains on them and he needed something with legitimate measurements. Um, Something that he could then take and engineer in and stamp. But yeah, so that's kind of where it started. He was actually a family friend of mine. And so he reached out to me because he knew I was a developer, or as Jen likes to call me, a coder. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we kind of went from there. We started with the idea in 2015 and then, you know, kind of snowballed from there. We got into fencing in late 2019. We had a couple of pilot customers and then we went to Fence Tech 2020 in uh, Salt Lake with our first show.
2: Okay, cool. I didn't make it to the one in 2020.
1: Just so, a good show. You missed out. <laughs> you know, and then I was well, COVID legitimately was the week after we got that.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Then I was supposed to go to Nashville in 2021. Right. But they canceled. They canceled. It. Yeah. Uh, so 25 years of doing this, and I really didn't find out what the AFA was right. and what it did for our industry and what it did for the individual mm-hmm. until
3: 2020. Wow. Yep. Really? Wow
2: crazy huh yeah and i started in 99 so it was 21 years later
3: showing your age there, dan okay, really? <laughs> look pretty decent
1: for being a fence for 20 years yeah so yeah
2: so, uh, yeah, so I, I found it that i'll tell you let me tell you a funny story i probably said this on a podcast before but um uh, i uh i only joined the afa because i didn't want to be that guy with like the badge on my email signature and website and i wasn't a member I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be that douchebag, right? So um, that's why I joined. And I'm like, oh, whatever, 600 bucks, whatever it was. And then I started getting email and then I started learning. And I'm like, oh, wow, they actually do something.
1: And yeah. Like, well, and I would say the fencing industry as a whole is so lucky to have the organization that they do. Because I've talked to a couple of people here um that don't have anything like, well, the, talking about how furniture car doesn't have that their resources come from their manufacturers. They don't get an organization that is third party that is looking to help them better their business and grow their business and connect with other professionals. You know, they've kind of created their own niche groups but nothing organized like fencing past. So the fencing industry as a whole is very lucky.
2: So who's this young lady here that was, uh,
1: sorry, I haven't let Jen say anything
2: (laughs) that's sitting here with us. What is your job? What is your part?
3: Um, so my name is Jen Zamzo. I am the marketing and sales side of the business. Um, so anything customer facing, Amanda does the back end Mostly she's focused on the code um, and I am focused on the front facing. Portion.
2: Okay. So you're, uh, you're, you're out there helping guys figure out things. Hey, I can't figure this out. How do I do that? Are, yeah, you, are yeah. you on the other line?
3: Sort of, so- sort of. Sometimes I am. Um, we do have a team of customer success managers that help with, with that sort of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm more overseeing that process typically.
2: Okay.
1: She is, uh, all things marketing. So anytime I need help with content, Jen's the person, Jen's the true wizard of words for sure. Um, and uh, also the outreach, connecting with defending organizations, connecting with manufacturers, connecting with, you know, bigger guys in the industries. So she is definitely the, the face.
2: Definitely, yeah. The voice. That's that's who I did my demo with. That's right, exactly. Right. Do you do all the demos? Not yeah. all of
3: them. Just you. <laughs> just the <a> special people. <laughs> well, just the special. No, thing. no. Like I, I said, we we have a team of folks that do that. That are that uh, they're doing a day in and day out, and I manage that team. Yeah,
1: awesome. they didn't come because uh, Jen and I were able to drive a couple hours in be the year. They we now are lucky in this post COVID era to you know be remote, so we've got people all over the United States.
2: It makes it nice. I ended up. Uh, my team came back into the office, and I literally lost a really good assistant because she kept wanting to go home to work. And I'm like, "No, we're not going home to work. We're like Elon Musk over here.
0: <laughs> you're
2: coming into the office. You're yeah. not working remote." I don't. Uh, people think they get more done, but they don't.
3: I think it depends on the person. And yes. The, well, and yeah, the and, and the type of company too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I can agree with that. I, with I work that. from home.
3: I get a lot done. I'm think- <laughs> <laughs> um, tech
1: companies specifically, they've gotten really lucky with remote work because they're able to hire more, um, for cheaper rates, being more diversified across the United States. And also, I think, um, when we're talking about the fence industry or this home, home, uh, consulting business or, you know, foundation repair care fencing roofers. They can hire their, you know, schedulers digitally remote. So that's really nice that we have that capacity now. Your workforce has kind of increased because you can go more nationally yeah. instead of being just so localized. But you've got to trust that person for sure.
2: Yes, you do. You do that. They don't have a little deal over there moving their mouse every so often. <laughs> so you think they're working. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so contract accelerator, tell us a little bit more about the inner works of it. I know when I demoed with, uh, Jen, it looked real easy to set up. I mean, it was real user friendly.
3: Yeah, I think, um, that's been one of Amanda's main goals and speaking for you now, um, along with our UX UI designer is it, you know, we work with folks that are frankly terrified of technology. Um, we work with folks that have never used technology. And so it was really important to us to make sure that when they logged in for the very first time, they didn't get scared and run away. Um, we wanted to make it very easy to set up. I think every piece of technology in the industry and in the fencing side, as well as across, um, the construction industry as in general. It's always a, an issue to have your main person who knows the business inside and out sitting down at a computer trying to set something up. That's that's not where that person wants to be and it's not a revenue generating activity for that particular individual. So making it as easy as possible, as fast as possible and as user-friendly as possible just to get started and then to actually use it and train your guys was really important to us.
1: Yeah, and we actually... End of 2022, we released our new Setup Wizard. So when you sign up, it takes you through steps. So you can skip those steps, you can come back to them whenever you're done, but it gives you kind of an overview to fill in all of the necessary information to get started with the software. I even, my thought was if you find our software late at night, you're sitting there on the couch watching TV on Facebook, Google, whatever, you can start the Setup Wizard. You enter your website, it crawls your website, looks for your logo, your colors, that kind of thing, where it's just simple and easy. Um And then you can invite other users to start using the software right along with you from that thought of as well.
2: Oh, wow. So it scans your website, get your colors.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your logo. You know how
2: hard that is? I built yeah.
1: it. I know. No, no I'm not Perfect. talking
2: about that. We don't care how hard it was to make that work. It's your job.
1: how hard it is to get the color. I know but, how hard it is yes. to get the
2: right color. Exactly. I have a logo yeah. usage guide, so I got to pull my logo usage right. guide up and go, okay. It that your branding
1: person, like Jen, put together. Right. <laughs> it's a
2: green D167. Yes. You yes. know? Explain. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Just to try to get it right. So yeah. That's important. Um, For sure. Yeah. So she ran me through it. And it was really easy to put together. And, she uh, she put in her old, our old house because we were trying to find an address yeah. that was in the Kansas City area because yeah. the mapping that y'all have on there is pretty unique that I, I really liked. Yeah, but, we
3: call it smart scheduling.
2: So the backup before talking about that, she put in her address and it puts in the Google Street View of the house mm-hmm. as like the contact photo, I guess, yeah. for the contact, the which project. was pretty neat. Yeah, That's what we do. We use company Cam. Mm-hmm. And I make my guys, when they go out, do the estimate, take a picture of the front of the house. Cause there's nothing like tearing down the wrong goddamn fence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do right? that. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: if a customer comes home and they're like, uh, "I had a fence tonight. so."
3: Well, it's
1: also a great gorilla t- gorilla marketing tactic. You can park your truck out front, take a picture with your truck in the photo, even you know. So it's it's a really nice tool yeah, to be able a good to idea. personalize
2: it. So it's I liked cool. how that I like how it did that. That was pretty interesting. And then uh, the smart scheduling, I was really impressed with.
3: Yeah, so we integrate with Google Calendar and Google Maps, so. When you uh, log in and you're looking at your team's schedule, it has little pinpoints for each appointment. So, you know, John's gonna be at this address first thing in the morning, and then he has the second appointment for an evaluation later that afternoon. Uh, when you're scheduling then, it shows those pinpoints on the map along with the address that you're trying to schedule. So as you flip through the days, you can say, okay, John's gonna be on the east side of town on Wednesday, but the west side of town on Thursday. I see this appointment is on the west side of town, let's schedule John for that appointment on a day that makes sense. It's yeah, not crisscrossing so town.
2: Puts all these little pins with numbers and the pins are yep. colored. So, like, I've got Dylan and Zach running mm-hmm. around, and my assistant can sit down and go, Oh, wait a second. He can hit you third because it's close to his second it's appointment. In between. Yeah. It yeah. Fit it in, and it made it real easy to do. Because yep. I had a girl I was going to hire, and I ended up not hiring her because she wasn't from the area. I'm like, Well, so, how are you no. going to schedule if exactly. you don't know where anything's at? Yeah, right. So that kind of solves that problem. Yeah. Because it drops the pin. You know where you're located. So it makes things easy if it, even if it's a black canvas. Yeah. Yeah. You can see how far away it is from uh,
1: Again, you can have somebody that lives in California and you're in Missouri scheduling for you and they don't have to know the area.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. So what are some of your biggest uh biggest pros about it that you hear from your your clientele is that they're like, hey, you know, because I know with the CRM that I'm using because I've got so much invested in it. You know, mm-hmm. literally, I don't think I'll ever leave huh. well, as much work as I've gotten we'll to it.
1: about that. <laughs> but, I don't care about you know, it. so,
2: um, you know, there's some things in the CRM that I use and I'm like, look, whatever y'all do, don't touch this. You have to leave this. This is crucial, you know. Yeah. What are those things with yours? What are the praises that you get?
3: You know, I think... When you're talking about results, uh, I, I like to tell the story. I started the company back in 2020, um, right before COVID hit. And the first thing I did as a marketing professional was call our customers and say, what would happen if I shut it off today? <laughs> what you know? What are you getting out of the software? Um, and the biggest thing that people told us was the time savings, the organization, and just the professionalism. Um, I've had people say that the software like legitimized their business. Um, they went from pen and paper to looking like a really professional bid that they were able to deliver on-site in that first meeting. They had a professional drawing, a professional bid, their pricing was correct, there was no errors, uh, and they were able to get that signature before ever even leaving the house. Um, so I think it's legitimized some businesses. I think it's a huge time savings when you're talking about going home and trying to type into a Word document to make yourself look professional, saving that time. Um, From doing that after dinner every night and being able to deliver that on site, I think, is a huge win for us.
2: Yeah, I mean, think about it. Who are you going to get a price or who are you going to hire to do a job? Are you going to hire the guy that texts you over a price? Probably not if you got a guy that gave you a three-carbon deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But then you got the next guy that comes in, shoots you an email, Uh all your warranty documents, everything is nicely put together. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, this guy might be a little more expensive, but I feel like I'm going to get a more quality job.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. perfect example. When we started in the fencing industry, and you know, I mentioned it was late 2019, um, I reached out to the local company in my city and wanted to get an estimate. So I wanted to see what the process was like. Um, and I happened to know the linear footage of the fence that I needed installed because the guy asked me, well, how much fence are you needing? And I told him, and he was like, okay, well, uh, it's going to be this much over the phone. And I was like, you haven't seen my house. You don't know what it, you know, I was like, can you send me an email so I can at least visualize what you're talking about? Um, So he sends me an email with just a text. Okay, 150 linear feet, it's going to be this much. And I was like, wow, that is so not what I was expecting because I was in foundation repair. I knew that if somebody's spending $30,000 in foundation repair, they want to feel good about that bid, right? They want to feel like they're being delivered a professional document. And then I went and reached out to this fencing company and I got just a basic email. I was very disappointed. Um, so, I mean, that's where we're coming from in the fencing industry. But then you also have people that are doing bids like ours um, that are getting those professional quotes over to the customer. And the customer is wowed by that. And I think the other thing that Jen forgot to mention is or didn't mention is that um, if you see yourself or the customer sees you as professional from that first bid, they're going to see you as professional throughout that entire process as well. And they're going to value you more.
2: Oh, yeah. It's in, in a lot of business, a lot about business is perception. Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I first started out, I had a truck, but I was subbing out doing other hardscape things in the backyard, concrete work, pergolas, all this stuff. And it was just all perception. I was like, hey, our concrete division is doing this today our deck and pergola division is doing this today. And people are like, man, you're really blown up. And I was still one truck.
3: <laughs>
2: and then that's when I realized the power of perception. Yeah. And that's literally how I built my business in the community yeah. by making it look bigger. And before I knew it, I was that big. And then I was making it look bigger. And then I was that big. And it just kept growing all through perception. So that you...
3: whole uh, dress for the job you want situation, right?
2: Exactly. So when you give a professional bid, with a with a, with a a CRM that you can price a job while you're still sitting in a driveway, send the email, no go way. into the next one. That's a big deal.
1: Well, and let's talk about the bid a little bit, just because we are uh, talking audio only, but I think if we just described our bid um, in general, so that photo that we talked about, that Street View image, goes onto the cover of the bid. You've got your logo. You've got your company's contact information, the salesperson's contact information, the customer's information, so it's personalized to them. The next page is going to have every product that you chose with the descriptions that you put into the software. It's going to have, you know, a nice intro saying, thanks for letting us take a look at your project. I call it the feel-good paragraph. Um, so everything that you chose in that bid, the quantities, the products. Then you move into your pricing. It's going to have your price either subtotal with your fees and discounts, or you can list those out by line item if you want. Then you've got your payment terms, your contract. Your drawing that you drew in our software within minutes, it's attached as well. And then your marketing materials. So if you've got those like sheets that you want to give your customer some vinyl color options, you can throw that into the end as well. So it's all one PDF document that gets to the customer and they accept that online through our software. Yeah.
2: And, um, were y'all set was, I think Jen was telling me too, you have it to where you can go in and change one price and it changes it everywhere.
3: Yeah. So that's our component pricing model, which um, was built for the fence industry specifically because uh, that was something that we learned along the way as we started. We learned with, very quickly. We <laughs> started working with fence companies. It was a need for sure. Um, so basically, this the system is built so that you can set up pricing on the back end of the software. And like I said, the idea is that when you go to a house, you're picking your service, whether that's you're building a deck, a wood fence, a vinyl fence, whatever it is that you're building. You pick that service, you pick that product and you put in your linear feet or your section, depending on how you price things, and it auto-calculates that total for you. Um, when you set that up on the back and you have two different ways you can do it, you can do it based on just a number. I wanna charge X amount per section or per linear foot, or you can actually build that out with your cogs and your materials. So, you know, I wanna, I know that my pickets cost me X amount, and I wanna mark that up a certain percentage. You can put that into the system, and then every section, you know you need X number of pickets, X number of posts, and it'll actually calculate that for you. And then when you make your bid, it's going to spit out a pick list or a materials list so you know what to put in the truck that day as well.
2: So if I get a good buy on two-by-fours, I could go in and change my cost on a two-by-four and it changes it everywhere across the board.
3: Everywhere that has Whether that component, every product that has that component. That's awesome. Yeah. So especially, especially if you're thinking about labor prices too, right? Because that fluctuates often uh, as well as as you said, the lumber. Any of those types of components, whether it's a material or even your overhead, if you're building that into each product, you change it in the one place and it's update every product where you use
2: them. Right. Awesome. Pretty slick. Yeah, it is. And I think y'all have uh, my buddy Jake.
3: Scattered, yeah. 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 ALS, he, actually, I grew up with Jake. <laughs> How
2: long has he been using the software?
3: Since 2020,
1: beginning of 2022.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah oh. I met Jake in uh, 2021. I was in a, a Lebanon, Tennessee and an expert staying at Seal university. First one I ever went to and it started raining and everybody just starts running the trucks, you know, jumping in truck. This guy jumps in the truck with me, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> come on in, bro. Get out the rain. <laughs> and I met Jake and he was working at the airport or something yeah. and he was starting a fence company and he's like, man, this is crazy. Y'all were like, oh, millionaires. And I looked at him like who is this guy you know and uh, i was like "Man, you got a lot to learn
1: he's <laughs> such a good human he's like you good could guy. say good. he is just outstanding we really yeah, love yeah. yeah. and he
2: does some really nice work
1: for yeah, sure built actually
2: yeah he does some really nice work i've seen the stuff that he does yeah and i'm not a big fan of the whole you know like his name of his company like jls craftsman or yeah. Something.
3: yeah that's
2: it and I was like, man, that's really putting a heavy title on you. But man, that title definitely fits his company.
1: I mean, he's maintaining that brand standard for sure. Shameless plug for JLS Craftsman. (laughs) You're in the Kansas City area. Check out. Check out. Good good people.
2: Anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and have a, uh, in the description, we'll have a link where you can go straight to these guys deal. Yeah. I don't know, maybe after I get off the podcast, I'll talking about giving us some type of first sign-on discount or something. We'll see.
1: I think we can make that happen. Save For luck.
2: Sure. Uh, put them on the spot. That's how you do that, though. <laughs> anyway, well look, it was great talking to you, Amanda and Jen. Yeah. On and accelerate. Uh, hey guys, y'all keep on fencing.
0: You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the fence king and he's been providing high quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at MyFenceLife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere apple spotify and google podcast see you next time on my fence life